Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. <laughs> And welcome to the ninth episode of Battlecast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my superb co-hosts. Shimu. Sublime. R Sigma. And we are here to bring you, like I said, Puckle's Battlecast, the the show where we discuss a competitive medal once a month and just go over what's popular in it and talk about how to get good in it. Get good. Uh, maybe we should call it Puckle Get Good or something like that instead of Battlecast. That's like a way better name. So... This month, we are going to be doing the VGC 2017 meta, where we're going to go ahead and we're going to break down. We've got a list from uh, Sigma found it from, who is it from Sigma? Uh, World champion Ryota Otsubo. Yeah, there we go. Translated by Hibiki VGC. Yes, and it's a it's a nice list of a lot of the popular cores in VGC at the moment. And honestly, nothing feels surprising to me. Looking at it, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think anything in there honestly surprises me. It's um, no. it feels it feels either like it's an old old thing brought up or a single strategy brought over. Um, mostly in terms of like the rain teams that are popping up, I think the rain teams are a huge thing. Just because I like we saw them, in, it's not like we wouldn't have seen them in VGC at the same time as we saw them in OU when they occurred with Mega Swampert. But because the meta, the VGC 17 meta was way different than the OU meta at the time, we didn't see it happen. And now that VGC 18 is happening, we're seeing that rain team. And so like nothing really surprises me, honestly. It's just it seems very straightforward. You either see some kind of VGC 17 strategy shifted over or you see some VGC 15 strategy shifted over, which is um, may updated. I shouldn't say shifted over, but like some kind of updated uh, set. So let, let's go ahead and break it down. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun just to sit down and talk about the teams. Um, so the first one is the Charizard Y standard that is brought up, which is Charizard Y, Lando T, Cresselia. Like, it's a fantastic core, in my honest opinion, because all three of those have fantastic synergy. They have, like, Cresselia has become, I didn't realize the power of Cresselia 
until this the, until yeah this year I should say this year in the VGC format. I was not a huge player when it came to Icy Wind in 2016, which when I've like really gotten to VGC was 2016, and I was I mean speed control is a huge part of the game in VGC. I think more so than OU. Definitely, yeah, I can agree with you there. I think I think I think more so than OU, speed control is a bigger thing. Like in OU, you have. I'd say you have more like offensive speed control in that yeah. you have speed control on your side versus controlling the speed on your opponent's side, right? Because a switch is the thing. It's like it's not really a big problem for them to just to switch out to something else half the time. Not yeah, exactly. And so in VGC, you have things like Tailwind, which are much more prominent because you can actually utilize it in a timely manner. And you have. Um, I see. I think I've seen. We we were talking about Icy Wind in OU recently. You and I were at least Shamu. Yeah. Uh, but we. I, I think Icy Wind is way more prevalent, obviously, in the doubles format. And oh, Chrysalia, you Chrysalia, both of them, and lower their both of their speeds. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if the opponent wants to get rid of that, they'd have to either boost both both Pokemon speed up by one or switch both Pokemon out. Yeah. Or th- just deal with it. I think Cresselia is just a fantastic user of Icy Wind as well. I think it is one of the best um, yeah. just because of its bulk and just how well it can utilize that. So it's it's fantastic. And I think one of these won like a midseason showdown recently as well. Uh, most of these cores have. I yeah, believe. most of these cores. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're, <laughs> they're fairly they're fairly reasonable. I mean, this is this is really cool, though. I, I really do like it because you can fit a lot of things in with this as well, because Charizard Y is a really good Pokemon, especially in this format. Uh, compared to Charizard X and OU or something like that, uh, I think I think Charizard Y is excellent in this format because it gets access to Heat Wave. It's immune to Earthquake, which is always a plus, right? Because um, either you, your opponent has a Landorus, which we really can't do anything but maybe Rock Slide, or <laughs> you'll have a Landorus that you can just keep spamming the Earthquake button, right? And yeah. I I honestly I love that. I just love it. I, I think flying types are a huge, a huge plus in VGC. So <laughs> that's uh, that's where it starts. But yeah, I mean, you can you can put a lot of things in there. You just have to be you have to play somewhat conservatively with that Charizard. I because I, I was futzing around with the team. You sent a team to me recently, Sigma, about this um, mm-hmm. with this core, and so like I've been futzing with it and playing around with it because I have a very specific like Cresselia set that I like to play with. And yeah, it's a really customizable core. Yeah, and I was playing around with it, and uh, Charizard is definitely something you have to like conserve mm-hmm. when you when you play with that core, because that one is probably the most fragile of the pieces. The Orlando Crest is just fantastic. I mean, you could you could definitely like play a chalk setup with that as well. Like there is a there is like a Naganadel chalk that goes around. It's not as good as some of these, but it's still fun. It's very straightforward, and I think it's like a very good like beginners team. Um, just running the Ganadel chalk. So uh, we'll move on then, I guess. Unless you guys have any comments, of course. That reminds me of a 2015 core, uh, which was our last National Dex year. Yeah, what, what, like which one? Yeah, it was exactly that. I think it had those three, but it also had a Venusaur on it, I believe. Yeah, that's exactly, what I, was, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because, uh, I mean, you could throw a Venusaur on the still. Like, that, that's not out of the yeah, question, totally. right? Yeah, uh, I mean, you could definitely throw it in there, and you maybe throw a water type like a Rotom Wash or something. Though, well, I mean, uh, well, Rotom probably, probably a Tapu Fini. Yeah, I would say Tapu Fini over Rotom Wash now. Um, though, if you want the uh, if you want the Levitate, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends. But if you you could definitely, I think Fini's probably the better option. You're right in that. 
Uh, you could throw like a Fini Coco on that core or something like that. It's it's a very um it's a very easy to use core though. I feel or if it, it does everything you want it to do, and like Sublime said, I think Venusaur is an excellent option though to go with it. I think mm-hmm. it, I think it honestly is. Um, the other one is Kangaskhan because even though they nerf Kangaskhan to uh, to Timbuktu and back, they like they they treated like Kangaskhan as poorly as they did Talonflame in my opinion, but people still want to try to make it work. Um, mostly because it's not terrible, it, because you get parental bond still a thing, but it got nerfed down to twenty five percent, right? And yeah. Then, what was the nerf? There was a nerf to sucker punch. What was the nerf to sucker punch? Sucker punch went it's down seventy instead of eighty. Ah, uh, seventy instead of eighty. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, sucker punch got nerfed. So I mean, because I've noticed um, playing Nagana del Chalk that um, you you miss a lot of Okos. With mm-hmm. Mega Kangaskhan now. I mean, it also doesn't have power-up punch in its move pool because you can't get power-up punch on a Kangaskhan in Gen 7. So, that honestly, that was smart. They did that on purpose. That was the biggest thing, probably more than the other two. Uh, honestly, yeah. They did a really good job with that. Like, they saw that problem and they nerfed it. Like, if you want to think that Pokemon doesn't know how to keep their game balanced, uh, balanced, in quotes, looking at you, Lando T. Um, so, but, like, if you want to say balanced, you have... You definitely have that. They they definitely took the power up punch. And they're like, let's get rid of this because Kangaskhan was good for five years in a row or three years in a row. And also, I find it really odd. I don't know if you guys remember when Mega Kangaskhan was revealed, but it was totally at Worlds 2013. Yeah, I remember oh, they that. Yeah, I was. That was hilarious. Like in retrospect, that is honestly hilarious. That Kangaskhan was. Uh, that Kangaskhan was given that treatment. And it became one of the biggest Pokemon in VGC for like three years. <laughs> so that's that's hilarious. They they must have known. They must have known. Uh, though, yeah, so Kangaskhan, you can pair up with a lot of things. Um, I think I think people are mostly using it for Fake Out now, right? So you can use a lot. Uh, of, yeah. You can use a lot of setup mods like that with that. Um, I think here they have both Volcarona and Tapu Fini uh, for Calm Mind, Tapu Fini, and Quiver Dance Volcarona. And I mean, setup is a thing, which in VGC, which honestly, I don't think was huge up until last year. Uh, there wasn't a lot of setup prior to this. No, not that I remember. Like maybe like one. I, I, the only thing I can think of is something like Geomancy Xerneas in 2016. That's not setup. That's just press the button, win the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's not yeah. really setup. It's not like it's not like your curse lax or something like that. Your curse lax mimic you sets or anything. And. I, I think last year, I, I honestly, I don't know if it, maybe it just brought about a different mindset in the VGC scene because we are still seeing setup, right? Like Call Mine Feeny, I don't think it's something we would have seen before. But to be fair, we have a lot more bulkier mods that are viable than we did mm-hmm. than we did three years ago. We and have, the fifty percent berries have changed a lot of yeah, it too. That is, I, we're going to talk about that later too. Uh, <laughs> uh, another thing, another thing, though, I think the I think the most surprising core it, that's on this list is the Komoo centered one. Agreed. Because, uh, I mean, we also co- saw Komo'o, and by the way, again, this is another thing that was shown off at, like, I think they showed off the Komo'o z at Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. So they, they knew. They knew. Um, <laughs> I I just find it very odd that uh, this is actually seeing play. I feel like it's such an easy thing to see coming, and you have so many fairy types, but I guess in the doubles format, as long as both of your opponents aren't fairy type, you can definitely get away with this, right? And <laughs> unlike singles where, oh, the Tapu Koko switch in came in. And so now I got screwed. Now my Klingerous Soul Blaze doesn't work. 
Well, it works really well. You can you can just if you bring the proper support, something like a prankster or um, you, you just get into a position where it's very easy to get Como O to set up. I feel like you can do a lot with that. Like I really like the idea of using a trapper for that. I don't see this. I see this more as a gimmick personally than a strategy that'll go very far. I don't. Sigma, you might have you you pay more attention to the mid season showdowns than I do. Um, it, I so I, yeah, I'll defer up. to you. Is it, yeah, is it it's winning? Up, but it's not winning as much as you'd like to see it. Yeah, for okay. something that's such a powerful ability. Um, we'll see what happens at the upcoming regionals and see if it actually takes over there. Yeah, but, I, I'm on it. I'm really I'm really excited for the regionals this weekend. Just to see what comes out on top there, because that's going to be really meta defining. Personally, like the mm-hmm. first VGC, the first uh, regional of the year. Yeah, it's got like 300 people signed up for it right now, so yeah. it'll. Yeah, I'm really. It'll excited. be telling. Is that just 300 for video game or 300 total? Like with the TCG, uh, that's just masters in video game. Last oh, I saw wow. it was 295. Wow, that's insane. So, uh, I need to sign up for St. Louis soon. I need to do that. <laughs> I'm waiting for my paycheck, and then I'll do it because it mm. is expensive signing up for those. Um, it's like forty bucks or something. That's just for like they also have like other packages. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever been to regionals before. Um, I know. Uh, I know. I know you did world or nationals. Nationals uh, like two years ago. Did you go yeah. last year? By the way, no, I didn't ask. Yeah, no. okay. That, I probably could have, but I did not. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but I well, I couldn't have because I was in. I was in. I was in Indiana. Conference. Actually, I was at a conference in Indiana. It was still in Indiana, uh, <laughs> just not the right <laughs> place in Indiana. So I have relatives in Indianapolis, so I could have saved. Oh, with that's them. really easy. Oh, but, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, but the, like to sign up for this, it's like 40 bucks for like basic entry. Um, mm-hmm. To be <laughs> fair, it, what, what really sucks is so like I'm going to sign up for video game for St. Louis and I really want the TCG mat. But if you're a VGC player, you get a hat instead of a TCG mat. And it mm. makes me so sad. Uh, just give me. I want the maybe, TCG. Maybe you can mat. trade trade for the TCG mask. I don't think like, anybody's gonna that? trade for a hat. Um, you never know. I I honestly, oh. I honestly don't think so. Get Catherine to do the TCG. No, she wants. She, she's like she's like really into the VGC. By the way, so like that's then, not happening. Then why don't you do the TCG? Because I'm gonna do the VGC. I want to like I want to do it once, just to say I've done it once. You know what I mean? This is like a one and done thing. Like. After this, I'm probably gonna go take a professor test and then become a poke, and then go become a judge. And that's <laughs> like that's like I just want to play once. If I if I win it, I win it. Um, it's not gonna happen, but that's fine. But I, I it's gonna be all right. I, I'd much rather be a judge than play anyway, uh, because I have reasons. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's like forty bucks to do that. But they have like a two hundred dollar package you can buy for this regional. And it like, yeah, okay, so like there are upgrades to this. Like, like there are tiers in between this and the $200 package. And for the $200 package, though, you get to like, you're, you're a VIP, and there's like a VIP waiting area with like snacks and stuff. And I think it's the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, who's paying $200 for this? And uh, that- <laughs> somebody is, somebody's doing it. I'm telling you that much. So we'll see. All right, but back yeah, back to VGC cores. Uh, Mega Metagross centered because who would have thought Mega Metagross would be good, especially with Psychic <laughs> Terrain being a thing um, that it can utilize. So Mega Meta because Metagross even saw some play in VGC seventeen. So like I am so unsurprised. Uh, Mega mm-hmm. Metagross gets uh, gets Psychic Terrain and it does stop like Bullet Punch from being a thing. But base like the base speed on Metagross is insane anyway. 
So who cares about Bullet Punch? Because you get to increase Zen Head butt damage, and you can, I think you could almost, uh, you could probably almost Oko a Feeny or something with that. And uh, maybe, I don't know. Metagross maybe. is pretty big. Um, I don't know, though. But you can pair it with Feeny or something like that. Um, you could probably get it the one shot with the Dazzling Gleam on the Lele. Yeah. De- maybe. I could see Lele working it, well with it as on top of that, but I think Feeny would be a good, I mean, I, I think that's one of those teams that you could run like two Tapus with depending on, uh, yeah, your, depending on your circumstance. He was actually saying that a lot of people are going more towards Feeny because it deals with the dark types and the mm-hmm. fire types that Metagross does not like, but you that could run sense. both. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would I would <laughs> honestly, honestly, I could see you running both just so you get like, depending on the matchup, because if you see something that's like heavily reliant on priority to like take out Metagross, like that's a great way to do it. Uh, though I don't know what priority you would use to take out Metagross other than like Sucker Punch, and so yeah. so eh, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but what else? They also say like Zapdos is a good partner as well, which honestly makes sense. Zapdos is, in my opinion, one of the best walls in Pokemon. So I battled a team like this earlier today, and they gave Psychic Seeds to Zapdos too. And uh... oh wow, oh that's gross. <laughs> that just sounds yeah. so gross. Psychic Seed, like it's like it's like Mandibuzz on steroids. It's then just, it just sets up its tailwind and gets mm-hmm. to zap things with the, with Thunderbolt or, or discharge even like you could you could yeah. pair. It. I'm honestly surprised on this list that I don't see a Garchomp personally. Um, oh well, let me there's tell no you need why. for Garchomp. Garchomp never succeeds in years where Landorus is available. That's true. Oh, you could pair it with Landorus. Never mind. Landorus happening. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's really funny. Garchomp is super successful when Lando is banned. And when Lando's available, you never see it almost. Well, let me tell you a little story about back in Gen 4. Uh, <laughs> uh, Garchomp was really good, and then the power creep happened, and we got Lando T. So um, that's what happened. Uh, I mean, there was a mid-step in there where there was a Terrakion. But... Yeah, there, that's true. There was a Terrakion, but nobody cared. All right, so then uh, you have rain teams. I was talking about rain a little bit earlier, and honestly, it's it's so unsurprising to me. It's literally what you would run in OU. It's like <laughs> run a Pelipper, run a Mega Swampert, run a Grass type, and mm-hmm. that is that is your team. I mean, you could probably get away yeah. with Kingdra as well. Uh, Ludicolo yeah. is usually the other option. Ludicolo, honestly, I think Ludicolo would be a better option. I agree with that. Kingdra just doesn't hit numbers anymore, and. Then you have like Tapu Fini's going around weakening its Draco meteors, yeah. and that's just never good. So I could also see, I could, I could see, see in addition see. to this, a, uh, a, what is it called? Um, you could probably go oh, ahead and add on like a Maw Isle or something Maw as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Mega uh, Maw Isle to like operate with the, with the, like if you see somebody's like, fire running, damage. Yeah, reduce fire damage is really nice. You get the Intimidate. You can, you can run that. Um, I, I can see that. I like, I like combining rain teams with the Mega Metagross teams. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they combine really well together. Yeah, that actually is not terrible synergy, personally. Like I could see, um, I could see the six that they have listed here: the the Lele, yeah. the Metagross, the Zapdos, that. the Swampert, the Pelipper, and the Ferrothorn all meshing really well together. Actually, and if you're oh, running yeah. rain, Tapu Coco gets to spam Thunder. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true as well. I mean, rain is also the way you beat like the Charizard Y as well. Mm-hmm. Because you can just kind of shut down the drought, and that really just kills the Charizard Y. Um, so the other one that they have here is uh, setup control, which is the one thing we we're talking about with the fifty percent berries, and how setup is like still a viable strategy for whatever reason. And I find that really interesting. Actually, I, I just find setup control to be incredibly interesting. 
like uh, because this is just something that you didn't see in VGC before, and it's a very uh, I want to say it's a very like OU strategy, just because mm-hmm. it, you take something very bulky and you give it a little bit of time to set up, and you go ahead and you run train. And I think I mean this is something that I do with like a Gyarados on a regular basis on uh, in OU, and I, I just find that very interesting. I, I don't know about you guys. I thought we were done with Mimilax. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was the thing of the 2017 days, and sadly, it's it is putting up those numbers. And Mimikyu is still going, man. Like Mimikyu is scary. <laughs> honestly, we got like I was saying, we got so much bulky stuff in Gen Seven to go along with everything to just to make it work. Also, I mean, I'm also surprised we don't see a lot of Trick Room right now, but we could see that change later in the season. I mean, you got your Trick Rooms options on your Cresselias and your yeah. Gothitelles. I, I think I think we're going to go away from seeing Trick Room as like a full-on archetype to just seeing it as a uh, as like a support option. Stockatakas are scary Trick Room teams right now. Oh my gosh. But that that feels so gimmicky personally. I like feels a little gimmicky, but it it does exist. It does exist, but I I, I like I, that's a gimmick. Like stack attacka is a gimmick. There's just no <laughs> way it's not. Like it it is absolutely a gimmick. And then it starts using It can. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe maybe back in like 2015 it could, but I think now everything's the best out of three, right? Like everything, even the premier challenges. Mm-hmm. And so. I, I would say the premier challenges back like prior to 2017 because 2017 was the last year premier challenges were best of one, right? Or was that? Or am I thinking 20? 20- I think they changed it very early in 2016. Yeah, I don't, to get rid of it. I don't remember. I'm trying to I'm trying to think back to the 2016, um, the 2016 uh, premier challenge you and I went to, and I don't. I remember. think that was best of one. That was best of one. I thought, and yeah. Because I I remember like that was honestly like when they made that change that was honestly the reason. I stopped playing. Um, <laughs> I stopped going to premier challenges regularly because they they weren't as fast. They took they took so long at best of three, and I uh, just, the new timer rules help it out a little bit. I I honestly think they would, and I maybe I'll consider going back to them. I don't know yet. I like I said, I I'm more interested in like do, like being a tournament organizer or something, mm. and and doing something like that. But maybe I don't know. I like I, I'm going to go to a regional and do it once and. Hope to God I don't die from nine rounds of Pokemon, and ho- hopefully stick around long enough for nine rounds of Pokemon, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hopefully I don't go like zero and three or something. I should start practicing. Um, <laughs> should really start practicing and like build a good team, and just like stick with it. And the night before, not change anything. Change zero, but that we we all know that won't happen. It's fine. Um, so the last thing, cause we finished off this list. Um, the last thing I wanted to take a look at was the, uh, where the, uh, where the, what's, what's it called? Oh my gosh. The, uh, usage, the usage statistics, um, just to see what's on top for everybody. And then we can talk about surprising things. And I don't think any of them are, um, except for one, I think it's uh number 16. <laughs> um, so Lando is at the top undeniably, uh, Tapu Fini's in the second slot. We we talked about all of these already. Uh, Charizard is at number three. Tapu Coco is at number four because it's Tapu Coco. Um, when we get to something surprising, we can talk about it, but I don't think so. Um, Cresselia is at number five. Tapu Lele is at number six. 
Um, Kangas Khan's number seven. Tyranitar, which is a little interesting, but I think it's because, one, you can set up sand, and weather is really nice. At least to be able to disrupt weather is really nice mm-hmm. in VGC. And you Tyranitar is a decent option for that. So th- that's something to watch out for. Maybe just bring a fighting-type move or something. I don't know. Um, it's he, easy to find like a random fighting type yeah, move on something. Yeah, it's not like Gen two. Let me tell you, um, like a superpower Landorus. Yeah, superpower. That's super common too. Uh, that is actually mm-hmm. super common. And so that you could also bring the Aegis Slash as well. It gets uh, <laughs> at number nine. It gets it gets Sacred Sword and also uh, Flash Cannon and stuff like that to deal with Tyranitar. So uh, then Zapdos at ten, Metagross at eleven, Bulu surprisingly at twelve. Honest, honestly, I am a little surprised by that. Um, granted, it's always like it's always at the bottom of the list in terms of tapus, but it is uh, it's solid. I mean, you could definitely see Bulu work. Uh, and I think <laughs> more I think more people are getting better at using Bulu, if that makes sense. Uh, I think people have kind of figured out like Bulu's niches, and it's really interesting. Um, so Heatran's at thirteen. Unsurprisingly, it's a member of Chalk. Salamence, because it gets Intimidate. It's at number 14. I'm going to go into like 20. I shouldn't go forever, but um, uh, let's see. Uh, Komo'o at 15. We talked about that. Incineroar at 16. Now, I have no idea how this works. Sigma, do you have any idea how this works? What is happening? It's a nice little bulky guy, and it doesn't take times 4 damage. Yeah, he's got 90s in his HP. And it looks like they t- it's typically run with Assault Fest. That's what it is. Yeah, it's super bulky. Generally, it's... And he gets a- Fake Out. He does get Fake Out. He yeah, get that helps. Uh, can you imagine how good it would be with Intimidate? Yeah, it, well, that's, that's his hidden ability, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It would be top 10, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen this gen, honestly. Like, we didn't get... Uh, it'll be... With Poke Bank, probably if it you is. You think so? I mean, that would be honestly. They they like to do these things where, like, in the middle of their season, they change up the meta, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if that's what happens. I honestly would. We wouldn't get be all surprised. the uh, starter hidden abilities. The, that get, would change up a lot of them. Be well, honest. Uh, what what well, are the uh, what are Primarina and Incineroar? I would think. What is Primarina? Primarina has to do with sound based moves becoming water type. Uh, okay. It could. It might. I don't be, think it's but... going to make it viable suddenly. Yeah, I I agree with Sublime there. What about what's Decidueyes? Oh, it's Long Reach. Get, Never mind. Yeah, Long Reach isn't really that good. It's not that good. No. But Incineroar, that would be a game changer. Incineroar, mm-hmm. when, like if it's at sixteen now, yeah, it would definitely be in top ten. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, Ma Isle sitting right below it at seventeen because we were ta- we were talking about that with the rain support. It's really nice. Uh, Ludicolo mm-hmm. is at eighteen. Yeah, one of the yeah one of the top partners for uh, Ma Isle is actually Politoed. Polytoad over, uh, Polytoad over, uh, what's it called? Um, Pelipper. That's surprising to me. Um, uh, Parish Song. Parish Song. Okay, I can see that with Maile because Maile would definitely put more pressure on with that. And then you got Gothitelle usually on those teams yeah. too. To kind of tag them. Yeah, that makes sense to me. All right, and then you've got that. That Parish Trap thing is so old now. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a thing since when? Gen? Is, that's not Gen Five, is it? I don't think uh, they were. I don't think they were really. Think, uh, no. In 2014, it saw. I saw it. I know because 20, the format was so limited. I know 2014. It does matter when there's a smaller uh, pool of Pokemon. Yeah, because I. I mean, you see it every year. There's like a resurgence of it, and I just feel so bad because it's so gimmicky. And in the best of three, you could definitely beat it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But in a best of one, like you play online, like with the this weekend, there's actually the competition that's coming up, the uh, the international, which I sh- I would suggest that people go play in if they haven't already. Um, I think it's a great way to go practice. Uh, I, I'm going to practice there if that's anything. But it's a best of one as opposed to a best of three, which makes a huge difference. Uh, maybe we should start mm-hmm. up those weekly tournaments again, but not on Fridays. Because um, <laughs> I like to do things on Fridays. Um, yeah, Polytoads, number 23, Pelipper, Gengar, Snorlax, Kartana. Nothing here is surprising. Celesteela. Scrafty's at 25. Good on you, Scrafty. Never mind. I understand. Intimidate. Intimidate. Fake he's, out. De- he's decently bulky. Fake, fake out. Fake out. Uh, he's like... He's like He's like Incineroar, but he has Ice Punch. And knock off for your 50% Yeah, I, yeah, you could put a Salt Fest on him or um oh my gosh, the number two item on him is actually eject button, which is honestly the best. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan. But yeah. All right. So yeah, we've we've gone over the meta, just discussed it a little bit. So we're gonna go ahead and take a short break, guys, and we'll come back at you with a team to discuss. Ooh. Hey, Scrawn, are you thirsty? Yeah, actually, I would That's like to glass That's great. Of... Drink this. Uh, what is it? It's Corsola Cola. Corsola Cola is Pokemon fresh. Thousands of Corsola are tossed into vats to create a bubbly, delicious drink. We never see them again. Corsola Cola, it doesn't make your gums bleed. And welcome back, guys. After that short break, we are here with a team brought to you by Coop. You guys can always send your teams to us to talk about at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Though next month we're going to be talking Piddle, uh, draft league format. So definitely watch out for that and come back for that because that is going to be like right before, like the draft is going to take place like early March. So get ready for that. I'm I'm somewhat excited. I'm also somewhat scared that I just realized it's a month away and we have to retier things. So that's uh, that's a scary notion. But let's, let's jump into it. So I'm going to just read this email from, from, uh, the coop that's who it is and we'll go through his team and say why we like it and what we don't like about it but i'm sure he's much better at vgc than i am so <laughs> <laughs> hello fellow puckalonians i really wish i were more witty about this but alas i will never have the licks of british gent or lydian nor do i ever deserve the green taurus badge though i would like to throw in my experience about the mid-season showdown i went to first off a hundred miles from me two hours moving up moving at about Wait, that is going to incriminate me. A speed. Let's just stick with that. Also, it ended up not being two hours for moving on. Wait, uh, okay. I was also, I was so eager to get to it. I actually made a stop by Winn-Dixie. Um, Safeway slash Vons, I think, owns it. Either way, it was for deodorant. I forgot it before I bolted out of the door in the morning. And let's just say, f- please, for the love of Arceus, put some on for the sake of the entire room you're about to be shoulder to shoulder with. I don't, they don't want to smell your garbador. My day went rather smoothly, as there were several times where my opponent lived on two, or got that double protect, or randomly just get that miss on play rough that makes you want to rip your hair out. Though in the end, it's all good. I have some of the most fun I've ever had at these events. In the end, my record really means nothing, as the experience is worth all of the losses. Besides, there is a different, a whole different aura between people face-to-face compared to two over the internet. This is incredibly true, by the way. Um, I was on the stream. Our Sigma mentioned what I should what I should have tailwinded on turn one on game one, and I should have ran the game from there. It was close and down to the wire. Game two, I did the memes for of Let's Snuggle Forever. What which mid season showdown was this? Do you know Sigma? Uh, it was one do down know? in Florida. 
Sounds right. Okay. Either way, here's the team I ended up bringing. I had Electrium Z on Zapdos, but I'm really digging that Z Tailwind. Goes through Taunt and gives plus two crit rate. All in all, I have some of the most fun playing Pokemon competitively, and it's worth every last bit. If anyone has a chance to go to one of these and see what it's like, then by all means do it. Remember, no matter how you do, you are better than everyone who is too afraid to go to one. Take care, Coop. So he gave us the team that he brought, except with some changes. Um, so the first Pokemon he brought was Mega Kangaskhan. Ooh. Um, so we have Kangaskhan with Kangaskhanite, Scrappy before it uh, Mega Evolves, which I think is the standard now. Uh, because you want to hit those ghost types with like a with with some kind of move, fake a out. fake out or uh, double edge or whatever. Though in his case, he's running sucker punch, low kick, ice punch, and fake out with a jolly nature. He also has a uh, he has his EV spread. I am not going to pretend to know what his benchmarks were, so uh, I'm going to put all of these, of course, in the show description as we do every week. Um, but that seems like a pretty standard Kangaskhan. Uh, the ice punch is there. I, I think probably for more flying types and probably for the for that Lando. Mm-hmm. And because I mean that that is true for the Lando, uh, low kick is pretty standard for dark types. Also Tyranitar, we were talking about that. Uh, being yeah. being stack like, attack two here and there. <laughs> stop making this twenty nine. Pretend that stack. Stop pretending stack attack is a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just stop. It's got two four times weaknesses. Okay, it's just it's hey, bad. I mean, it's like, Tyranitar. Tyranitar is actually good though. Tyranitar is good in Trick Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but this seems like a pretty standard King is gone. A little awkward not to have Stab. Yeah, like like a Double Edge or a Return or something. Mm-hmm. Though I think Double Edge is objectively better. IMO. Oh, uh, now it is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's objectively better. Especially with, like, the nerf to Parental Bond. So the other one he has is Zapdos with the Flinium Z, because, he, he, like he was saying, he likes the Z Tailwind. Because it hits through taunt, which is true. And that is one of the most infuriating things in the world, is when like somebody uses like Z Trick Room or something. It's it's just absurd. It's so infuriating. Because it's just like, yeah, I was gonna taunt. To be fair, you could just replace that with the mental herb and you get the same thing. So Z Tailwind, what does it boost outside of speed? Crit. It's an increased crit. That's you know what? That's perfectly fine, especially on a Zapdos. Um he's running uh, his spread, which is, I'm sure, some kind of defensive benchmark with some speed benchmark that I'm not going to understand. Uh, that's the thing with a lot of these VGC sets is like they're definitely tailored to the team. And unless you talk to the person who built the team directly, you are not going to understand these spreads. Coop, thankfully, is in the community, so you could probably talk to him. Uh, if not, he's definitely on the Twitch streams. He definitely watches like every single Twitch stream. So definitely check him out there. But he's Flanium Z, Modest Nature with the Thunderbolt. Heat wave, hidden power, ice, and tailwind. That like we were talking, we were talking about speed control earlier, and this is like a great example of that. Outside of like the trick room, like we were saying. So I I I don't know if it's because I've become a better player at VGC or not, but I've definitely seen the seen. I can pick out the speed control more easily in the past few years. Um, I guess you also didn't have as many options in the past few years, at, like after VGC before VGC fourteen. Though, I don't know if any of us played before then, so. <laughs> um, I actually went to, uh, I went to Nationals in 2011. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, we actually recorded the whole episode about it because it was me, Sergeant App, that went in yeah, 2011. That, that, was, uh, that whole. That episode just like broke, that, like Audacity crashed super hard that day. And that episode never came to fruition. Um, 
but it was a fun trip. I mean, we went to Indianapolis. We got to see it. And that was like looking at nationals now versus nationals then. Completely different atmosphere. Uh, though they had the same exact banners. Same exact <laughs> banners. So that that's the only thing to pick up from that. Uh, but that, like we said, that Zapdos is pretty standard. Thunderbolt, I mean, I think Discharge is a decent option as well, personally. Uh, but, Thunderbolt's probably the composition. But. Yeah, it depends on the team composition. You're right. You're right. I mean, he's not running like a lot of... Um, uh, he's not actually running a ton of Protect, actually, on this team at all. I think the only... He has one Mon with Protect on this, which is nuts to think about in a VGC team. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's just the metas we're in now. It's fantastic. These bulky metas. So uh, after Zapdos, he has Tapu Fini with the Aguav berry, one of the 50% berries. Uh, Misty Surge, obviously. He has a far more complicated spread than I'm going to be able to decipher. Uh, Calm Nature, Protect, Scald, Icy Wind, Calm Mind. There's that Icy Wind. I love Icy Wind. It is my favorite move of all time. And uh, I like uh, the one thing that I remember having Icy Wind is Oracorio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oracorio gets it. Oracorio gets Icy Wind because of Move Tutors now, and it's fantastic. Like, it is. Like, especially in doubles. Like, doubles Icy Wind is just fantastic. I, I do love it, though, for the uh, for OU as well. I think I think Icy Wind has a nice niche in OU for speed control. Um, it's, it's not as reliable as, say, Sticky Webs, but it's definitely, like, a good backup to Sticky Webs if your webs get spun away or something like that. And especially on a mod like Oracorio with like, what's what's Oracorio's base speed? It's like 90 something. 93. Right? 92, 93. Yeah, 93, like that. right? That's not a terrible base speed. Like, that's a that's a nice regime to be in. It has B's Lando T. Mm hmm. Lando T is 91, so. Yeah. That, that is very nice. Mm hmm. Uh, so that, there's that Tapu Fini. It's, it looks like it's uh, relatively bulky with 236 HP and 252 defense, which is honestly what Tapu Fini is good at. Um, it's a call mine variant, so there's your setup. We were talking about that setup earlier. And I mean, you have setup with that Kangaskhan. That Kangaskhan can mm -hmm. fake out. You can go ahead and bring Hapu Fini in with that, and you can call mind up, get a good Scald off. Um, personally, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Scald on Tapu Fini. I don't know about you guys. Uh, oh, VGC might be different just because of how often the terrains might change. But It's awkward because you don't really have better choices. I mean, you have Hydro, <laughs> technically. Um, it could yeah, probably burn Lando T2. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know. It's one of those things that I just feel it's like... More, I think it's more situational than... Yeah, I, I mean, moves. like Sigma said, I mean, Hydro Pump obviously doesn't have the accuracy of Scald. Um, Neither does and, Muddy Water. Yeah, well, and... Muddy, and Muddy Water is also a double hit, so like you get re reduced power on that, right? Yep. And, and then you have Surf, but that hits everything, so yeah. also reduced power. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, so I, I mean, it's one of those things where you don't have like a perfect water move for that. Um, no, I'm honestly surprised at the lack of like a moon blast, but I guess with icy wind you kind of have that covered to Ooh. an extent, so that's not terrible. Um, the next one is uh, Sigma's favorite, which is Mimikyu. Yeah, with, uh, Mimikyu Z. It looks like a bulkier set, honestly, and I'm surprised. 252 HP and two and 36 defense, um, which is really uh, weird to me. Probably survived something. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's got Shadow Sneak, Play Rough, Trick Room, and Psych Up. Which is, uh, we'll figure out what that's psyching up soon. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's psyching up uh, probably from this next partner, which is Snorlax, because Mimikyu Snorlax is unfortunately still a thing, where you have Figgy Berry on Snorlax uh, with Gluttony, so it eats that early, with a pretty bulky set of 180 HP, 252 defense. It's brave, so you can play in that Trick Room. It's got Recycle Return, High Horsepower, and Belly Drum, which I'm sure that Mimikyu would love to psych up. 
um <laughs> that belly drum just take that belly drum and get times four attack on Mimikyu. that's I, honestly that's that's really interesting uh over sword stance i would definitely take that over sword stance any day psych up mm-hmm. over sword stance when you partner it with snorlax um yeah i i think that's fantastic uh the other th- and then uh the final member of this team is landorus therian because what vgc wouldn't be complete without lando t now, what Pokemon team, for that matter, would be complete without Lando T? <laughs> uh, Pokemon's a game where you have Lando T and five other Pokemon now. So, uh, Intimidate, obviously, and he is running a bulkier Lando T with 244 HP investment. Adamant Nature, U-Turn, Earthquake, Rock Slide, and Hammer Arm. He's also Assault Vest, so he gets a special a special defense buff from that as well. Hammer Arm I find interesting, but I mean, if you're playing a Trick Room team, I guess that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, over superpower, I guess you could run hammer arm and earthquake solid. I mean, you've got, uh, you've got Zapdos that could partner well with that. Just like with earthquake spam rock slides, always a solid move because you can get those flinches and then there's always U-turn. But, uh, I think it's a decent team. I honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is anybody else have any thoughts? Uh, like as like you said, I watched him on stream, mm-hmm. and I felt bad because I used to run a similar team with Latios, mm-hmm. and I used to be able to power up punch with my Kang turn one because the Charizard Venusaur lead always double protected. Uh, always, <laughs> always, just always. <laughs> so you set up a Tailwind, and you double, and you power up punched your partner, and then you were a plus two Kang under Tailwind, and oh, you won man. the game. Good times. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> too bad. There's no more power up punch. Right. <laughs> that's so sad. But I mean, this is an interesting team. I, I think it's, I mean, it kind of covers everything that we talked about. A lot of the major things that are going on now mm-hmm. with like the, uh, with the lander, with the, with the lander T being popular, with the Zapdos being popular, um, and the Kangaskhan. I mean, it's pretty much everything we said today. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Though, plus two crits, great too, from Z Tailwind. So. Uh, I guess that's where we're going to end it. If you guys want to send your teams into us, uh, we'll definitely take a look at them. Though it's going to be hard for next week. We we won't actually have a team. We'll probably be separate from the discussion of the meta next week in that we're going to be talking about draft league format for the topic, which most of us here are actually very familiar with being in the Puckle Draft League season one. I think everybody but Shamu, but Shamu is helping me. So Yeah, we it, were kind of a team. Yeah, Shamu is my team. We were, We were working together, so... We're gonna we're gonna talk about draft league next week, um, especially when because uh, that's probably about the time that the tiers are gonna be released for Piddle, season two. So definitely watch out for that. I also know if I'm playing then. I don't know if I'm playing yet, just because Pokemon fatigue is a real thing. And, yeah, and life is gets busy. Man, dude, week twelve by week twelve last week last season, oh. I was just so dead. Um, yeah it I got, got really harder it got harder to plan for your matches as it went on yeah it was just so it was just so dead like i was good like, for like I, the first 11 weeks and then week 12 rolled around and i'm like i don't want to do this <laughs> i should breed an adamant sand slash with the iron head but now nah, i'll be okay yeah <laughs> watches as the tox effect survives it's like oh no <laughs> yep yep it, oh well it happens man it happens there's just so many moves that I've made in draft league that I'm just like, why did I do that? And so we're going to definitely be talking some draft league next week or next month on next week. Thank God this show is not every week. Um, and so we're going to be doing this next month. We're going to talk some draft league, but if you want to send in the team for any format next month, feel free to do so at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we'll go through it and we'll have a good time with it. 
and we'll uh, we'll deconstruct it and have some fun with it. Uh, so if you want to check out the team from this month, it's going to be in the show notes. And I think that's going to be I think that's going to be it for this week or this yeah this month of Puckle Battlecast. I I have been Thatch. I'm Shamu. I continue to be sublime. And I'm Mario Sigma. And in the Battle Royale Dome of Alola. Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.